Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. And uh, I want to say that there is a word from the Lord on today. We have a great day today. We have our black history uh, along with our elders' appreciation. So I guarantee you today, I won't be long with you today because we got a lot of road to cover. Uh, so if you would, please go with me uh, to the book of Ephesians. Hallelujah. The book of Ephesians. Amen. Amen. Ephesians. Today being... February the 27th, 2022, and the Lord saw fit to give us just another blessing on today, and he did so from the book of Ephesians. And once you have Ephesians, if you would, please go with me to uh, chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. What a wonderful Savior we have. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6. And once you get to Ephesians chapter 6, if you would please stroll down with me uh, to, um, let's start at verse 10. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10. And uh, if you would please, once you have it, if you would, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word, I'll know that you have it. Those of you that are on the conference line, go with me to Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10. All of our Facebook Live worshipers, we'll wait for you for Ephesians 6 and 10. With all standing out, I think you should find these words. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. And the Bible reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Hallelujah. So far, the reading of God's most holy word. If you would, please pray with me and pray for me. Father, it is in your matchless name that we come now. We come now 
asking for your hand of power to rest and rule with us that we might be able to stand in that evil day. Father, we understand now that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. Now help us and keep us, and we'll forever give you the honor and the glory and the praise. For it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Now can the church say amen? Amen. 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 And amen. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for each and every one of you once again today, and I get ask God to watch over your family, watch over your friends, watch over all of your loved ones, watch over all those that you pray for, all those that pray for you. We ask God for his divine power in these last days. We have so many things to be grateful for, but we have a lot of things that are on our mind that sometimes keeps us from being in full connection with our Holy Spirit. There's so many things that come in that can drag us down and can bring us down, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I want to speak to you today from the subject, The Magnificent Seven. The Magnificent Seven. You know, God has a way of bringing us back into the fold of being happy, of being joyful, of being at peace with our own self. And when we're at peace with our own self, we can be at peace with other people. We can, we can do things the right way. We can have joy. We can rejoice. We can celebrate. Isn't it sad sometimes when there's celebrations all around and we seem like we're on the outside looking in and everybody's having a good time? It seems like everything is going right, but all I can think about is the problems of life, the trials and the tribulations of life. And God doesn't want us to stress ourselves out. He said, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to the Lord. But there are things that come against us sometimes that just won't allow us to pray like we ought to. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Lord to be our strength. We need the Lord to be our strong tower. We know he's the Alpha and Omega, but sometimes we need him to be our doctor. We need him to be our lawyer. We need him to be everything that we can't be for ourselves because sometimes we just get woe down with the things of life. Sometimes it just gets to the point where you say, you know, you're just going to make me act a crazy, crazy person up in here. Y'all know the, y'all know how it goes sometimes. You know, sometimes your spirit man just seems like it goes over on side the road. And, and that other man, you know, people just always say, you know, there's another person inside of me. You don't want him to come out. You know, it's like, well, well sometimes he come out uninvited. Sometimes he just come out and he brings everything with him that's been, that's been subdued. So when it comes up, it comes up, and then you get the full blood of the object. You was like, all I did was, was, was park in your parking spot. I didn't know that you were going to cut all my ties for that. You know, they call it road rage. What, what makes a person run you off the road, chase you around just to shoot at your car because you went faster than his car did? You know, there are things that come on, and we must understand this, that we're living in a time now where we're just not coming back out. 
We've been locked up. We've been sheltered up. We've been quarantined. And now we're like wild animals coming out. Yes, we, we, we want to come out. We want to do everything right now. Don't get in my way. Found out I see sunshine. Found out I can come outside. Now we know how our children feel when we put them in time out. And, 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 you know, when you let them out of time out, it's like, I know they didn't go and do that same thing. But the scripture said, the evil that I would not do, that I do. Because sometimes it just comes in us, and we need help from the Lord. We need the Lord to help us, and the Lord gave us this magnificent seven, Elder Restaurant. He gave us this magnificent seven that we might be able to stand in the day of adversity, stand when everything is against us, to stand when it seems like there's no way out of this one. Have you ever been in a situation where it seemed like this is the one that's going to take me out? I'm not going to be able to make it out of this one. I'm, uh, this one is going to be uh, going to be too hard. But we just can't get to the point where we recall, we recall, like, like the, uh, Jeremiah says over in Lamentation, said, this I recall to my mind. I was in a jam, but God brought me out. I thought I was going to fall, but God held me up. I didn't think I was going to get out of this one, but God made a way. He made a way out of nowhere. That's why we look to the hills from which coming out help knowing that our help come from the Lord. We've got to be in a position to always be prepared for warfare. We might not like it. We might not want to do it, but, but we have to stand up every day being ready to fight and defend this gospel. People will come at you, especially when you get linked up and hooked up with the Lord and they know that, that you, you love the Lord with all your heart, mind, spirit, and everything. They will try you like silver and gold. It's like, that, you know, because I love the Lord, don't make me weak. Because I love the Lord, don't make me stupid. Because I love the Lord, don't make you run over me. Because I love the Lord, you better watch out. I'll tell the Lord on you. But sometimes we won't tell it to the Lord. We'll fight right back because the spirit, that evil spirit, come down and challenge our, our Holy Spirit. And so we got a good fight. Paul says, like he said, there's a war in, in my members. I, I ought to be praying for you, but I feel like this. I, I, I feel like this. I just feel like you're smacking something every once in a while. Y'all y'all know I ain't the only one. Don't y'all look at me like I'm the only one that got that, that other, you know, that, that one in here too, Jumbe. You don't want Jumbe to come up. Oh, yeah, that's what they used to call me when I was growing up, Jumbe. I wasn't even, I wasn't even born in June. I think they were trying to say Junior, but, but, but you know how it is, you know, the Ebonics, you know, they short everything and put an R in it, especially if you're from Tennessee. Everything got an R in it. But, but I just want you to know that we need the Holy Spirit to dwell in us, to keep us from blowing up, to keeping us from having, to, having to, to, to tell the judge why we did what we did, to keep us in perfect peace. And the only way we can do that is we have to keep our minds stayed on the Lord. There, that's all we we have to do that in the morning when we wake up. All during the day, uh, uh, I talked I talked to uh, Deacon Brown, Deacon Chris all the time, and 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 I know the positions they in at work. Boy, you have to really, really, really be be prayed up and worded up and scripted up and ready up, because people will try you, especially when you're in a, a position of authority. And 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 it's, if you're in the Lord. 
you're really in trouble because they always going to bring it back on the Lord. I thought you was a Christian. I thought you was a deacon. I thought you was an elder. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, yeah, well, you just, you thought right. But this is the one I'm going to go tell the Lord I didn't mean it. But you're going to get all of it. So we, we, won't, we don't want to give them all of it. So that's why we have to ask the Lord to come in and dwell with me. That's when we need the magnificent seven. If we get the magnificent seven, we're ready, we're armed, we're dangerous, and we're covered by the Lord. The Lord gave us these things, so he planned for us to use them. So let's just take a look right quick at the magnificent seven. Uh, this, is, this is what we need on a daily basis to keep us uh, steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the things concerning the Lord. We need the magnificent seven to keep us sane, to keep our minds stayed on the Lord. We need the magnificent seven to keep us from cussing, keep us from fussing, keep us from fighting. You know, every once in a while, after you've been, been out for so long from all that hoosing stuff, sometimes it's just urge. It's like, boy, I, I don't know how it will feel to get into a good, good thing. You always got uh, 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 workers, co-workers and stuff always telling you what you ought to say, what you ought to did, what you ought to do, how you ought to do it. Somebody's always in your ear trying to tell you how the world still works and, and instead of trying to say just pray about it, pray about it, pray about it. So all you're getting fed is what the world is doing. So I, I, need, I need the Magnificent Seven to hold me down just a little bit if I can make it through this day one day at a time. I don't have to get into next week. I'm just going to deal with it. That's why the scriptures tell us don't worry about the things for tomorrow because sufficient enough is the problems of today. If I can just stay in today and stay out of your business, I'm going to tell the Lord, Lord, let me keep doing your business. Let me keep serving the Lord. Let me keep being a part of God's army. Let me keep doing what God has designed us to do. God, give me more of the magnificent seven. First of all, we have, let's take a look at it. We have, uh, the Bible says, uh, gird your loins about with truth. We, we see it right there. It says, gird your loins up. That means you have to be prepared for action. You have to be prepared to go to war. You got to know that the enemy is coming. You can't just uh, take a day off and think, well, today I had such a good time at church today. Now I'm going to leave church. Everything's going to be all right. No, you have to gird your loins up. That means you, you, have, to, you have to put it, put everything from here down. You have to gird it up and get ready because the enemy is coming. And when, you, when the Bible tells you to gird your loins about with truth, that means that you understand what God can do, what God will do. He said, touch not mine anointing and do my prophets no harm. Uh, this, this problem ain't yours. And the enemy that you see today, you see no more. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So when we, when we gird our loins about with truth, we're saying, God, don't fight this battle for me. I don't have to get involved with it. I don't have to do the things that I used to do, the places I used to go, all the arguments I used to be in. I'm, I got my loins girded because I'm prepared for action. And when you're prepared for action, people will think twice about coming up against you because they know that your lawns are girded about with truth. It says, then number two, it says, put on the breast, the breastplate of righteousness. We're in a total war zone now. The world is trying to consume us when they know that we love God. They know that God is good and his mercy endures forever. And so they try to word us to where our organs don't work right anymore. Uh, that's why we have to have that breath place 
of righteousness because that, that covers the heart and the stomach and the most important organs of the human being. That's why you can't let yourself get so shook up and so messed up and so mad up that your blood pressure just go up all the, you know, they can't even, can't even uh, what, what, they do, what they do, they they, they get, get them blood pressure things, they can't even reach your blood pressure. It's so high. The, the doctor just said, wait a minute, we got to put you in the hospital right now because your blood pressure, 200 and something over 100 and something else, and then all of a sudden you're worrying about this, your kidneys won't work right, your pancreas won't work right, your heart won't beat right, nothing to go right because you don't have the breath, the breastplate of righteousness. You got to know that you belong to God. You got to know that God is with you. God is for you. That God will fight your battles for you. You got to be smooth, cool, and copacetic. You can't just get get upset about every little thing that comes up. Every battle is not yours to fight. Everything that comes against you don't have to be addressed. Sometimes you got to just say, yo, get back, get up off of me. I'm going to praise the Lord. Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Lord, I'm asking that you watch over my enemies. Watch over the ones that are talking about me. Watch over the ones that are saying crazy things about me. Watch over the ones that are trying to set traps for me. Watch over the ones that don't want to help me because I got on the breastplate and I need all my organs to work like they're supposed to work so I won't have no problems. I don't have to go to the doctor. I don't have to go to the hospital. They don't have to dial 911 because I'm already about to suffer a stroke, a heart attack. If we just keep our calm and keep cool with the Lord on our side, he says the magnificent seven will help you. And the number two says protect your organs up here. Uh-huh. You've got to protect yourself. Quit letting people get you all shook up. Because the Bible already told us that we wrap the knot with flesh and blood. Uh-huh. They said, they said to, y'all remember the, uh, uh, Elijah? Elijah on, up on Mount Carmel? Man, this guy was a bad warrior for the Lord. The Bible said he, he whipped 450 uh, prophets of Baal, and then he whipped 450 more prophets. And he did it all with the sword. Sit down there, call on the name of the Lord, call fire down from heaven, had everything to come. The fire consumed all the dust in the trenches. Everything happened. Elijah said, I don't want it to rain, and it would not rain. And then he said, I want it to rain, and it did rain. Elijah was a bad, bad boy. But he heard, he just heard, he heard. Boy, when you got that much power, you are a powerful man. Uh, but he heard, he heard uh, that Jezebel says, Oh, if it's not so by this time tomorrow, I'm going to have you just like you did my, 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 my prophets of Baal. And, and the Bible says we just like Elijah. Uh, we're the same spirit. We got the same power. We're the same type of person. We can pray that it will not rain and it will not rain. We can pray just like Elijah prayed. But Elijah found himself running to Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm no better than my fathers. Kill me, Lord. Kill me, Lord. Because somebody put a threat out on his life. That's because he didn't have the best place of righteousness on at the wrong time. Somebody got to know that we have to keep covering ourselves because it's the Spirit will come in and we can just hear a threat and start going crazy. He says, I'm no better than my fathers. Let me die right now. But the Lord says, no, 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 no. I got more work for you to do. I got more things for you to do. I got more people for you to touch. I got more kings for you to anoint. 
Uh, there are people out there that have not even been born that's depending on you to lay hands on them. Yeah. You've got children right now that are depending on you for direction, for knowledge, for understanding, for your wisdom. God says, i got more work for you to do. Get up out of that journey, that juniper tree. Get yourself something to eat because the journey is too much for you. Uh-huh. That's the time right now that we, we must have that breath, breath, that breastplate of righteousness. And, and, and then the, the Bible says, charge your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Uh-huh. He told Moses, take your shoes off, son, because you're on holy ground. Everywhere you go, you possess the land. When you show up, everything gets better because you're stepping on solid ground. All the children of Israel came through on dry land, walking over in the Red Sea on dry land. When we start to walk and our feet cover the ground, wherever your feet shall go, you shall possess the land. When you show up, the light shows up. When you show up, things get better. Well, that's why they won't invite you to the party because they know when you show up, you're going to blow everybody high. You're going to make everybody crazy. Everybody goes, I know I've been thrown out a lot of places. Boom, you got to get out of here, man. You're, you're looking up there. You're looking at everybody. Your eyes so big. you got to go. What? I'm just visiting. No, you got to go. You're blowing us up. You're blowing our house. We can't even get out. You don't even you know how when you, when you get stuck with the Lord now, you don't know. You don't know how the world operate no more. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, you know, you can't even cuss right no more. So, man, what you, what you doing? You, you can't even cuss. You know, you know, you can't do it. You can't hide it. Peter tried to hide it. I said, no, wait a minute, Peter. Uh-huh. You with the Lord. I can tell you with the Lord because you've been with the Lord. And once you've been in the presence of the Lord, something about you changes. And the doctors understand it. They understand you've been with the Lord, so you, so you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't fake them out no more because your feet shot every time you walk. It's like light. It's like walking. They said as, as the apostles came, they shadowed. They shadowed here, folks. Yeah, you got, to, you got to watch where you go now uh-huh, because you've been hanging with the Lord. You've got some of that magnificent seven on you. Now, that was the number three. Look at number four. Number four says the shield of faith. That's, that's because you always saying God going to do it. You got the shield of faith. The shield of, the, the soldiers used to have that shield while they shooting armor. They shooting them arrows. They shooting that arrow. Got that shield there. That arrow hit that shield. Go ahead. Huh? And you know, they, they had, you know, y'all remember Zorro and all them. They, they had them shield. Boy, they was cool. They was cool. They know how to do it. They stick it this way, stick it that way. They knew exactly what they were doing because they was on. And when you look at, in First Chronicles, when you see, all the men that came down, they talked about the men that, that knew how to fight with both hands, right hand, left hand. They didn't care which way they came to get you. They came to get you. That's why we have to have the shield of faith, knowing that God is going to do it for us. God is going to work it out for us. God is going to do it. That's why people don't want to call you no more, because they know you're going to tell them God's going to work it out. God's going to do it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Just hold on. Just hold on because I have the shield of faith. So, so them little fiery dots that you're throwing at me, I put, I put the shield up and it just not come all off the shield. So God got me. God got me. Don't you, don't y'all know, you, you know, we was, we was in a, in a, in a uh, extinct generation, but all of a sudden, the Lord says, I got many people that have not bowed down to Baal. We're, we're a royal priesthood. 
We, we are the chosen generation. We are the ones that have the shield of faith that can tell everybody everything is going to be all right. God's going to do it for you. God's going to work it out for you. Uh-huh. You just keep working with that magnificent seven, and then when people come to you with, for advice, we can give them godly advice. We can tell them how good God has been for us. The Bible says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. You got a testimony. You got something to say. I remember Dr. Jackson said, uh, uh, Dr. Hale said, you, you got something to say. So everybody got something to say. You've been through something. Share it with somebody. Tell them how good God has been. And then finally it says, it says put on the helmet of salvation. Got your mind straight. They knew in the, in, the, in the Bible days that if one of those arrows could penetrate your head, that it was going to take you out right then and there. So they had the helmet of salvation. I know what God brought me out of. I know how lost I was. I know what God can do for me. So I keep my mind stayed on the Lord. Got your heart and your mind. Keep your helmet of salvation. Know that God saved you for a reason. Know that your mind and your the word of God is in your spirit now, that you have the helmet of salvation. You can talk about God. You can tell everybody about God. And then the, the, these, these things are what we call the defensive mechanisms. See, God knew that the, that the war was coming, that the enemy was coming, that the spiritual wickedness was coming, that the powers and the principalities were coming. So he gave us defense mechanisms. These five were the, the, the girding up your lawns and the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shotted and the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation are all defensive mechanisms. Oh, you know, when you've got a good defense, you don't have to worry too much about the offense. The offense is going to happen. Defense produces good offense. God knew that. And most other coaches that win Super Bowls and NBA championships, they know that. If you're a good defensive player, they'll hire you. Uh-huh. You can shoot all the threes you want to, but if there ain't nobody playing defense, you're just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Defense mechanism. God is a good God. If you talk to any good coach, he'll say, I need defense. I need defense. I need defense. And God looked at us and said, y'all need defense. Y'all need defense. Y'all need defense. So he gave you the first five as defense. Number six said the sword of the spirit. That's offense, which is the word of God. You've got to have the word of God in your spirit. You've got to study the word to show yourself approved. You've got to stay in the word. You've got to, you got to keep, keep singing the songs of Zion, keep studying your scriptures, keep studying your studies. And we here at Word of Life Ministry, we, we make it known that we're going to study a certain sector of this Bible every month. We're going to study some. We're going to have a study. And when you go in to look at this study, it's going to be right there for you. The, the Lord will open up your eyes and your ears, and, and, and your, he'll, he'll give you, the, the Bible says that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened when you have the Word of God. But a family, and this is the last one, it says praying in the spirit. Men ought to always pray and not faint. We got to learn to improve our prayer life. We got to learn to pray for other people. We got to learn to pray for ourselves, pray for our families, pray for our friends, 
just pray all the time in the spirit. Because that's saying I'm no longer dependent on myself. Now I'm dependent on God. I'm dependent on God to understand my words. I'm dependent on God that I don't have time for this, these, these powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness to know what I'm praying for. So I develop my prayer language. I develop my language with the Lord. And the Lord understands because we was made in his image after his likeness. He's breathed the breath of life into us. He knows who we are. He knows what we're going through. And all he says is, is he wants us to develop our praying life in the spirit that he can come to our rescue when we start calling on him. Just like the Bible tells us to call on him and he will answer us. We know for a fact now that when we pray in the spirit, the seventh one, they activate, that prayer activates the other six. So now if you pray, you've got the magnificent seven working on your behalf. And then, and only then, will you be able to be inducted into the army of the Lord because you have the magnificent seven working for your good. You have the magnificent seven working for your good. And then you can just say, well, I'm a soldier. We really hope that you enjoyed today's message and that it was truly a blessing to your soul. We would like to thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. God bless you and have a wonderful day.